At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, so Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM, or as we call it around these parts, the Ben Simmons Watch. Three, Mm. two. Well, Michael Lombardi, of course, Mr. 76er there in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher here in Vegas. And will he or won't he is the question. (laughs) <laughs> you've 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 been on top of this I'm Lombardi NFL. You feel like at this point it is posturing big time. I, I was just saying to Matt Santos before we came on this four team deal that sends Marvin Bagley to the Pistons. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean do you really wake and I think the, the Dante DiVincenzo goes to the kid. Actually, when you after this trade, you look at your roster and say, boy, that really helped us. No, 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 no. Like I. I no. You know, like this is like we're moving pieces mm-hmm. to move pieces. I mean, you know, Serge Ibaka ends up on the cl- on the Bucks, and you know, all these things start to move around. But I mean, this is the main course on the menu, which I'm not even sure it's on the menu. You know, I mean, there's so many conflicting reports within the Worldwide Leaders Own Network. You got Clutch controlling one of the reporters. You got Woj, who who's wired completely, and and uh, you know, and he's saying it's kind of he's clamping down on it. So. We've got three hours to go, Patrick. So, you know, I think often when it comes to making trades, fear does the work of reason, right? So it's either you're either fearful you're going to lose the player and now you can reason. So the next three hours, if there ever is going to be any momentum, it'll be now. Yeah, the Pistons are trying to move on from Jeremy Grant so Sadiq Bey can get some playing time. So I understand that yep. just from a futures perspective. Uh, but you're 100%. Right? Has anybody checked in on Adele? Because I feel like she has something to say about this, no? I think she's got her own issues going on here, too. I think she's got some issues off. The, I mean, she's got her she's got a residency in Vegas that she canceled. No, she a bailed on that. Alleged, she bailed yeah, on that. Yeah, because of the heartbreak between, you know, her man and that. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and obviously she doesn't feel uh, they'll find someone like him down the road, I guess. I don't know. You know, I mean, who knows? But And now she's also said something that I think made some people upset. I don't know quite what it was. I know she's a uh, – she's uh, – uh, you know, she's on the Twitter pipeline here. What do they call that? Oh, she's trending. Yeah, she's trending. <laughs> anyway. Wait, Adele is trending? Well, I know she's not saying hello from Vegas. It's hello from yeah, the other no. side. That's uh, Hello from right the now. other side. No, I think she's saying hello from L.A. I mean, oh, she's yeah, out there with, with her, her man. With her yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's out there with her man, you know, and she's, you know. <laughs> Matt's laughing. It's all good. <laughs> Matt's laughing. Well, we do have seven in the associate. We actually, on TNT tonight, the Bucks suns finals rematch. Uh, that's actually a pretty good game. 
game right now. Quickly, just to yeah. take a look at the the number here. This number opened three and a half. It's down to three. I think Milwaukee, honestly, Michael, is in a great spot here. Their offense is rolling, and we've seen some. Even though the Suns don't lose, there's been some defensive st statistical regressions here. And I just, you know, the Bucks over the last three, they're scoring. 135 points per and beating teams by 22.7. So I just like the way they're coming into this matchup against the Suns. Yeah. You know, but look, the the Suns the other night against Philly, I mean, Seth Curry played terribly. He was like one for nine from the floor. Couldn't really move on defense. I mean, they need a back. They need a guard to go on with it. I mean, they're trying to play Korsma and and, uh, you know, and, and other players that really don't fit in the guard position there. And, you know, and Curry being injured because he really is. I mean, he doesn't yeah. look like the same Steph Curry that we're used to seeing. So I think that really hurt them. And Phoenix was able to finish him off down the stretch. And, and Philly needs to kind of find a way to make a trade for another guard if they can't. Milton's been hurt. You know, they've got a bunch of guys out. So, and Phoenix was just, to me, their resolve. They're so, you know, their yes. ability to kind of – you know, to finish it off, even though they weren't playing their best that night, you know, this will be a game I think they'll, they'll play their best. They're rested. You know, Milwaukee's got some moving pieces. You know, DiVincenzo leaving. How's that all work? It's a home game for Phoenix. The, you know, the Bucks destroyed the, the, the Lakers the other night, and now they've had some time to rest. So we'll see. I mean, these are hard games to predict because, once again, you've got to be part handicapper and part psychologist. Yeah, you're 100% right. No Shamit, no Cameron Payne tonight for the Suns. You mentioned you're not going to find that spot on Tuesday night in Philly very often with the Suns. They actually tipped off as dogs. <laughs> like, yeah. the Suns should not – no offense to your 76ers. Well, I, don't think they, I, I didn't think that, that there was a sense that they – yeah, there was definitely steam moving to the Sixers. How'd that work? Work out, but I mean the, the the reality is is I I don't think that they thought the Suns or the betting public didn't think the Suns were going to give it all they could because of you know they had just played the night before that's those back to backs yep, you know Chicago. that oh this team had rest and they didn't have rest and you know look I think ultimately when you play against a good team you want to show you're the better team. I think that's always going to be the case. Yeah, and their Bucks are rolling. They've won and covered in four straight. Giannis is the best player on the planet. You know, I, I was kind of combing through last July when the Bucks won in six, Michael. Remember, they lost the first two of that series. Yeah. And then went on to win four straight. I mean, it was and, – yep. and Giannis was – I mean, he's just an all-time great. I mean, that he just yep. he put himself in another stratosphere last postseason. So uh, it's a it's a fun matchup. Look, you you you've said it consistently on this show, and I think you're 100 right. Who's in, who's out is so huge. Like, think about what's happening tonight in New Orleans. Miami's in town, right? Miami opened five, they're yep. down to four and a half. McCall, there's so many new pieces getting worked into. You know, McCollum and Snell and others getting worked into that offense. Even though New Orleans is one four straight, so you just it's it's everything's. Yeah. Situational. Yeah, you got to look through that. And I think ultimately, too, is all those players, gonna, you know, I heard they were going to show up, but do you know they're going to show up? You know, and, and will they actually play and, and, and be on the team? And have they passed their COVID? You know, all those things that come in involved. So I think really before you make any bets in that area, certainly if you're playing the Pelicans, make sure who's playing. Yeah, 100%. And then how about this matchup, Brooklyn at Washington? First off, the Wizards are just, they're in a free fall. Beal's out yeah. for the year. They've got so many pieces that they could likely be moving. Uh, but Brooklyn's lost nine straight. So he had opened two and a half with the Wiz favored. Think about this. Can you it imagine is, the Wiz are favored? No, it's I February mean, 10th, and the Nets are the, dogs to the Wizards. And the Wizards yeah, haven't mean, won in two weeks. 
I know. I mean, it's just really remarkable how, you know, how this has all kind of, kind of come down. I mean, Brooklyn's, you know, one in nine the last 10 games. They're 0 for 3. They're 0 and 3 at home. They're 1 and 6 on the road. And, and in the last 10 games, they're 2 and 8 against the spread. Well, they lost by 35 so, to Boston on Tuesday. And, and I'm told, I was told reliably, I got to see this for myself before I confirm it, but I was told by somebody in the league who does scouting that Steve, that Steve Nash could replace Jason Garrett as the new clapper. That basically all he does is clap. Breaking news here on Vsin. Can you just, so you're telling me Nash could be the new clapper, but this time in he the association. He could be the new clapper. Okay. He could be the, I'm told this now. I have reliably. not confirmed it. It's reliably reported to me that he could be the new clapper. That all he does is clap. Which I don't, you know, I, I guess is that okay? I mean, you know, D'Antonio's not there anymore, correct? I mean, he's gone. Correct. He was on that staff. I don't know where he is now. I mean, you need a program every week for the NBA to keep up. There's no doubt. Yeah, nine game skid for the Nets, as Michael mentioned. No, we har- need to say hello. Maybe Odell can sing hello to Mike, and then we could sing. You know, we <laughs> got to get Adele in there some way. We, you know, we do. Um, and I know you're big into her new album, which just dropped recently. It's called Thirty. So I did. I loaded it on Spotify. I did. I mean, I love Adele. I, I do think too. She's great. All kidding aside, I think, I think she's, she's tremendous. magical. I, I, I think love one her. of the greatest. I think one of the greatest carpool karaoke's that I've ever witnessed. I think there are two that are in my top. That is her and McCartney. Those oh, are the McCart- two best. Was McCartney when they went home to Liverpool? And yeah, they went it? to Liverpool and they went into the barber shop. That's was Mike. You there? know, and then he, yeah, I mean, right there in Liverpool. That's incredible. It, Barbershop wasn't there. I mean, he was probably, he yeah. would have known who McCartney was anyway. He could have walked in and walked out, cut his hair, would have never said anything. <laughs> yeah, McCartney was great. Um, okay, so that's pretty much, I mean, the trades that have gone down, I'm sure you guys discussed this a little bit. Halliburton for Sabonis. I know Sacramento Kings fans are tripping because they got rid of Halliburton. Sabonis is a very good basketball player. I don't think. They, yeah, they wanted a power forward, right? Yeah. They wanted a big man. Yeah, I mean, and you know, Sabonis was offered many times to the 76ers in that deal for Simmons. They were trying to put Sabonis in there. I mean, look, Rick Carlisle has redecorated his his Indiana Pacers. Now, I don't know what it's going to look like once this is all over with, but clearly he's made a lot of moves. So let me just ask you, and then we can move on. But the Net Sixers... Harden is doing exactly what he did minus the strip club in Houston. I mean, he's all but telling the Nets, you know, he's tanking essentially as a human being. I got a friend that is a huge Nets fan, and he's like, dude, this guy does not want to be here. And you know how much more he loves him. That's my. That's why I think something could get done here. Well, I mean, look, they, they have the option of waiting till the summer, and he's made it very clear he's not signing, and there'll be no love affair that's going to rekindle that relationship and, you know, or and just have him deal with this hamstring that seems to come up. I mean, one thing about when you look at, when you go over, and I was doing this this morning, when you go over Harden's career, he's been fairly durable. Yes, he has. You know, yes, he, he has. now, but when he wants to get out of somewhere, he's got the, the, the injury, you know, so, and he's a typically a guy that doesn't usually take a lot of, you know, load management rest, but now he's got this hamstring that creeped up last year during the playoffs, and he's playing zero defense. I mean, I think he's basically saying to the Nets, you either trade me and get something back, or, you know, I'm going to be a free agent. No, you put it perfect. And then he's, what do you do? Yeah, you put it perfect. He's so durable. When you look at him, it's counterintuitive, but he's been remarkably durable in his career. Until he, until he wants something, then he becomes very 
not durable <laughs> when he yeah, when he exactly. wants things to go his own way. All of a sudden, the hammy starts barking, right? No, no doubt. I mean, so like they're going to force Sean Marks' hand to do something in Brooklyn to see what he wants to do, and you know, and Maury's sitting there with his tongue out. They'll pay, you know. Now, will will he add more players in? I mean, they're talking about adding Drummond, they're talking about adding Curry and Thibel. I mean, really seriously? I mean, who's ever left holding the two hundred and fifty million dollar bag called James Harden three years from now is not going to be very happy. You're going to have to excuse me because I got to go get the throne. Uh, royalty has just walked in the studio. Bill A.D. is here. He must have gotten lost on the way to Circa. Uh, we uh, just saw Brian Musburger. I swear I thought it was a hologram. Like, was I, it an I, optical I, I, illusion? I, I don't know. I mean, take a picture because, please, well, I'm not believing We're it. all here waiting for you beers and bets tonight, 6 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. That's Friday. I thought it was Friday. Oh, is it tomorrow? Yes, yeah. it is tomorrow. I thought today was Friday. Yeah. Coming back with tight end Super Bowl. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. I'm Patrick Meyer here in Vegas. It's a Lombardi line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, big game's right around the corner. It's time to download BetMGM Sports. It's Nevada's premier sports betting app. Has all your favorite wagering options, in-game betting, boosted odd specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the Strip. Bring your state-issued ID here in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your style, you're going to love it. 21 years or older, physically located in Nevada, 1-800-522-4700. So my... I think, I believe Michael Lombardi there. I'm Patrick Maher. This is the Lombardi line. I think we're just, we're 45 minutes away from not having to wear a mask here in Las Vegas. Uh, I don't know what's going on there in Jersey, but they're starting to drop these mask mandates, which, uh, not, not political, just saying simply in 45 minutes, I don't think we have to walk around with a mask on here anymore. What about there? In the casinos? Is it the casinos? Or cas just in general? It's, it's every, I think... The governor is saying you don't have to, that businesses don't have to mandate masks. And then individually, they can say, like, to South Point, can decide whether or not they want to have a mask mandate. 
Makes sense. Yeah. So like lo- like businesses, I walk into the grocery store coming up here in about 45 minutes. We, mo- Unless they have some sort of strict uh, guidelines, we don't have to wear a mask. I, it seems like that's happening kind of across the state, uh, excuse me, across the country where more states are starting to, to kind of go away from the mask mandates. I just wanted to throw I, Is Jersey still pretty strict? No, we're pretty. I mean, I don't never wear a mask anywhere. Oh, okay. Of course, I don't do very much. I, I don't wear. I, when I go over to the Borgata, I don't have a mask on. When well, I go going to, to a restaurant, when I go to Reddy's around the corner here, I don't have a. I don't have a mask on. When I go to a restaurant, I don't have a mask. No, I just kind of just go and and see what happens. Nobody yells at me. I, I, Millie doesn't tell me to put something on, so I, I just kind of follow along. Well, you know. I mean, I, I, whatever they say, I'll do. You know, I'm a, I'm a soldier. I'll follow commands, whatever they want. You know, I get on an airplane, they want me to put a mask on. I do that. Like, I don't see how it's, you know, like if this is going to help us get through to the end, then let's keep, I'll keep doing it. I yeah. mean, I'm a team player. Me too. Me you know, too. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to pull the, uh, I'm not going to pull the diva routine here. So the Bucks, we just, this just came through. The Bucks there's have so many bad rumors. Now there's a bad rumor out. This is, this is what I love. You got guys that aren't verified that, that are playing on the, the trade machine. Now, look, I will confess, and I just wrote a chapter, Patrick, in the book about uh, trades in, the, in, in, in football and analyzing these, the John Hadle trade and the Herschel Walker trade in detail, a little bit with great information. I spent a long time on the phone with Jimmy Johnson going over that trade, which is fascinating. But, I, I mean, I am a trade junkie myself. I mean, I will admit and confess here that I sit in front of the ESPN trade chart and make trades. I don't it's deny addicting. that. It is very addicting, and it's sad for me because it's. I need to go to Betty Ford for this. But anyway, besides the point, I, I, that now what happens is these people take these trades that they make in their basement and they put them up on Twitter and they lure me into thinking that they're actually going to happen. So one trade that did actually happen is Abaka is going to the Bucks. That's they get, they get some um, length. Obviously, the Clippers uh, are part of a four-way trade. So the Clippers sent Abaka to the Bucks. The trade also sends the number two overall pick, Bagley, my goodness, from Sacramento to the Pistons. and The, the uh, same Bagley that was picked in front of Do, uh, Luca, right? Yes, that's, that's just that's I just correct. want to make sure we have that's the right. We have the, I just want to make sure we have the right Bagley. That is all. the same Bagley. Duke product. Yeah, okay. uh, Luca's turned out to be a pretty good player, Bagley. Uh, <laughs> not, not as may, maybe upside. I don't know if you want to go there. Uh, by, by the way, could the Lakers yes. trade Russell Westbrook? Are you freaking kidding? He's 33 and I he's, was told, he's owed I was 47 told million next year, Michael. I was told by somebody in the league that's completely impossible it's despite impossible. the worldwide le- the worldwide leaders proclaiming that they're going to trade him. Somebody's going to pay him 34 next year, 47 million and then have a decision whether or not to re up with him as an unrestricted. Why would anybody do that? Russell Westbrook, I mean this is first off we knew the trade was a disaster. Why did anybody do it to begin with? I mean because why did LeBron is it? the general manager and wanted his boy to come home to LA. And they wouldn't trade Tucker. They thought Tucker was the greatest player yes, ever. Clutch did. And now they're begging Boston to take Tucker for Josh Richardson. I mean, really, who's running these things? I mean, like, seriously. Uh, you know, I'm told reliably, again, that, that Kirk Rambis's wife is as much responsible for building the Lakers as anybody. Kirk? That Wait, she and Jeannie Bo- <laughs> No, she and Jeannie Bush I know, Bush they're are close. There. No, she is. They're She's, close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know you're laughing at it, but this is what I'm, I was told. And no, I read I'm, the text twice, and I'm like, get out of here. And I told the guy, get out of here. He said, no, I'm just telling you. Well, the Lakers are rolling in the deep. And some know? of these trades, some of these, the way these teams are being built, it looks like it. Yeah. And, and this is a league that's supposed to have the, brilliant, the most brilliant analytical minds in all of sports. Well, 
And Adele seems to be a theme. So the Lakers, there's a great Adele song called When We Were Young. The Lakers would yeah. like to be younger at this point because they're starting to age. Yeah. Uh, anywho. Uh, and they is, also would be someone like you, uh, like the Kareem era. That's <laughs> hey, what they would like to Go too. easy on me. Uh, <laughs> they're going to set fire to the I rain I mean, you want to roll it, let's keep going, you know? <laughs> Hello? Um, Hello? Okay. <laughs> From the other side. Yes, yeah, let's exactly. do it. Exactly. Uh, love in the dark. I don't know how that works. Um, okay. So that is that is a trade deadline honestly all kidding aside what the net and we've seen this in other sports oddly enough like the the Padres tried this six or seven years ago where you just add huge big ticket names in an offseason and expect it to gel now the Nets were a couple you know a, a shoe size away from advancing last year but generally throwing together big pieces like this and you could talk about this with your book coming up it's not going to work. There, there's so much has to build with dark, with guard, uh, excuse me, KD and Harden and Irving. Like you can't just throw these pieces together and expect to win a championship like this. Oh, yeah, because you, you're just what you're basically doing is building an AAU team. You're not building a championship team. You're building an AAU team. You're not really kind of a building something that has some form of continuity and stability. It's you know you're just it's collection of talent, not building a team. And I think that's ultimately you know what I what I what I talk about in the book a little bit is the fact that this doesn't happen in the NFL as much. Is that sense of you know we're one player away, we make a bad trade, or we got to get this guy out of the building, we make a bad trade, or or you know you know we we're a desperate team, we've got to make desperate moves, which seems like this is what Sacramento's trying to do. But uh, and they're trying to change their complete roster upside down. I just wonder who's advising Sacramento. I mean, like I. I, I have a. I just feel like they don't. They have no plan. I mean, they're truly working on a mystery without any clues at all. I'm trying to think of the big trades. Go well, from Seager to, to you know. Well, that's a transition from Seager to I loved it. Adele. Hey, it's you know. Hey, I mean, just trying to help here, Patrick. You know, bring you. it back to really more of a mainstream argument. <laughs> I appreciate you. I'm trying to think of the trades that you'd work into your book. Honestly, maybe Elway, wasn't he? He drafted by the Colts, traded to the Broncos. You know, I, Elway's trade was in the Elway's trade is in the chapter called What If? Because Al Davis truly believed, and I know we're a betting network and we got to talk we, about we betting, but Al Davis truly believed that that he had John Elway. He was convinced of it. And as he sat on his porch in Marina Del Rey and he looked over at those those boats and he wrote down his notes, he really felt like he was going to get Elway. He had it all wired through different variations. He was going to trade up from the back of the draft to get Chicago's pick. He was going to give up Teddy Watts. And then he was going to go from Chicago's pick to Baltimore's pick. And he kind of came up with the idea to, back then in, in 83, the, the preseason games were standalone. So what you always were trying to do is schedule a preseason game with a team that had a season ticket base so you would get a huge check. And so what, what Al was going to do was he was going to schedule the Colts to come out to the Coliseum and have 80,000 people in a preseason game paying tickets and give Ursay, then the owner, that check. And that ended up happening in Denver when that deal went down. And, and Al felt through the, to, the, to the day he died that he got Roselle, John Beek, the general manager of the Denver Broncos, Marvin Demoff, the agent for John Elway, they all kind of conspired against him, and they allowed Elway to land in Denver. Well, eventually you got to turn the page. 
Sorry, I'll see myself out. <laughs> so so four-way trade, let me just get the details quickly. Kings get DiVincenzo, as Michael mentioned, Trey Lyles, Josh Jackson. The Bucks get Abaka, two future second-round picks and some cash. The Clippers get Rodney Hood, Ojale, and the Pistons get Mar uh, Marvin Bagley Jr. Look, Abaka can help the Bucks. Other than that, eh, you know. Yeah, I mean, what is DiVincenzo? I mean, I'll, I mean, you know, nice player. I mean, I, I like when you look at your board after you make these trades. How do you sit there and say, "Yeah, I really made our team better"? Like, I don't know how you do it. The I'm just okay. So I thought I saw a Harden break, but that can we happen. transition to? The, did you watch any of the Mike McDaniel press conference yet? He he's a weird bird. <laughs> I heard you to watch it. I think it's important for any Dolphin fan, you watch it, and then, you know, when that number posts on the over-under, give it some serious consideration. Now, I'm not saying he's going to be a bad coach. I'm just saying you make your own mind up when you watch He's very that. much an authentic person and a genuine person for who he is, but I don't know how to take that. What did you take away from it? I thought he's really smart. I just don't know how much command he's going to have. You know, uh, how is he going to lead men? How is he going to inspire? I just didn't see that. Now, maybe he can do it, and I, and I don't want to judge him too quickly. But just I w I've been waiting for this press conference because I want, I want to see him in action for myself. I want to see this as somebody who values leadership as much as I do. I wanted to see it. Did you see the call on FaceTime from him to Tua on the plane? I, I saw that. that I mean, awful. that's a hell of a – I can't get that reception on airplanes. I don't know how the hell he did it. That, that was, that's a very <laughs> – it was, um, how would you classify that? Awkward? Awkward, and, you know, and he's taking one for the team because six games in the next season, he's not going to be feeling the same way. <laughs> yes, set fire to that quarterback position. When we come back, Vinny's walking through that door. Maliulo from behind the book gets some gambling next here at Lombardi Line. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, join our very own Stormy on Friday at 6 p.m. for the Big Game Betting and Beers event. That's tomorrow at the South Point, right here at the South Point here in Vegas. Stormy's going to be joined by our guys in the desert, Chris Andrews, who runs the book here, uh, Jimmy Vaccaro, Vinny Maliulo, who is joining us here in a couple of minutes for fun, and an informative look at betting this year's big game and stories behind the book, all the action. These legends, they're great storytellers. You're going to love it. The event's free for everyone 21 years or older. Stop by the South Point tomorrow, Friday, 6 p.m., for specials on Budweiser. Purchase signed copies of Chris Andrews' books and learn from these betting experts. Okay, and there's the picture. It's betting and beers as we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line. Michael Lombardi there in New Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher here at the aforementioned South Point. And joining us is one of the legends, Vinny Maliulo. We were just joking, Michael. Analysis paralysis. This game needs to get here Sunday because there is a danger of ruminating and going over something and talking yourself. You know what I mean? Like you can you can mm -hmm. you can paralyze yourself with some of this analysis. Yeah, you can overdo it. There's no doubt. And and Vinny will take advantage of that as he collects the, the money at the other end. And as people kind of, you know, continue to look this over and continue to convince themselves, actually, I think what ultimately happens with this much time is you, you believe you have the idea of how the game's going to go, and then you just collect data to support that already in your mind. Yeah, and the big news here, Nickel Lines, uh, nickel juice, which I encourage you to do for the full baseball season coming up if you had some cojones. But hi. 
It always starts off with a Patrick subtle dig. Maher, love, you know, I love you, but more importantly, I love to just give you grief. Well, Adele's <laughs> been a big theme on the show today, so it's... it's well, there, well... So, so a lot well, of love. Drama. You're, 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 <laughs> yeah, drama. You, you two are a drama are queen. You getting, are you getting set up for bet, betting and beers? You got your outfit picked out? Did you lay it on the bed this morning? Yeah, it's actually hanging, uh, all steamed and ready to go, buddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but all kidding aside, you are doing uh, nickel juice, so explain to the audience what so, that means. So, um, well, let's look at the number right now, uh, where the uh, Rams here at South Point are four. The game opened four, went to four and a half, went back to four a couple of days ago and what we're uh what we're charging instead of 11 to 10 uh on either the rams minus four or the bengals plus four it's minus 105 uh the uh, money line is a dollar 90 and uh, plus 70 was as high as two dollars nice. at one point down to 90 uh, that did open a dollar 80 and the the total has yet to uh, come back up but i i believe that will again uh, we opened the total uh, here at some point uh, at 50 and uh, down to 48 and a half. Uh, but uh, I suspect as we get further into today, this evening, certainly tomorrow, uh, as the crowd begins to, to gather here in Las Vegas, and um, that, that number will come up. And speaking of the crowd, um, ballrooms open, you know, parties here throughout uh, the property. So we'll have, uh, Las Vegas will have, and again, this isn't a dig by any means. I mean, you can only fit 70,000 people in. Uh, uh, in uh, SoFi, so there'll be about 250, 300,000 of our closest friends right here in Las Vegas uh, around That's the city. awesome. Yeah. Vinny, I wanted to ask you, of all the Super Bowls you booked, which one had the most tickets written for? Um, regardless of team. The, the tickets which translated to handle 2018 uh, Philadelphia and New England. Uh, oh, right yeah. now has the record, $158 million bet uh, on uh, on that Super Bowl. So, uh, and again, that transfer. You know, I, I had a we had a ticket writer on a couple of years ago, uh, Glennis. She herself wrote 1,300 tickets. No kidding. Oh, my Super God. Now, again, that's did, a Did a Jimmy still over. call her the pain in the A? Because he calls all of them a pain in the A. I don't, he you has know, a I – mean, we... <laughs> no, that's <laughs> – Michael's right. I think he's got his favorites. He has a uh, – he has a uh, – a, a, a nickname for uh, for everybody uh, on staff, and uh, yeah, no, that was that was a different. It, one. He comes up with nicknames because I don't think he can remember the real names. That's what that's what people <laughs> do as a as a or, life. Or hack. like, or you can't pronounce it, you know, one way or the other. I I I meant he says that as a term of endearment. Oh, I, absolutely, I yeah, mean absolutely. Would, oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't no mean question. that he was like, you know, he no. he means that as a term of endearment. And, yeah. and to follow up on Michael's question, in eighteen, you uh, profited. I'm guessing um, that on the New England Philly Super Bowl. No, actually, that was just about a break even. Okay. Uh, so you know, I'm glad you brought that up because you you seem to think that you know uh, we run around here with you know with revolvers saying just give us your money. I, I did not say that. No, you Please. you didn't say it, but on air. But you know, again, see, not all the smartass remarks take place on air. <laughs> Michael, they, they take place. You're you know, a troublemaker. Uh, when I get around you, as it well. becomes trouble. So, yes. uh, but that one, uh, that one was a uh, about a break even actually uh, for uh, for the uh, for the books. So, mm -hmm. do you remember how you came out last year? Last year, disgusting game, but uh, state 
the handle was $136 million, and the state held about 9% last year. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, we get asked a lot this with the expansion of sports betting, what do we think uh, will be the handle this year? I don't know if we'll break that 158 record. Um, uh, I do believe we'll get north of 150 for the state. Again, regionally, it helps having the game in Los Angeles for sure, sure. as folks. Uh, you know, head on their way to L.A. Uh, and stop here, either if they're driving or uh, if they have a layover of, uh, of any kind. So uh, we typically do quite well. Although, I mean, I think that one um, uh, with Philadelphia and New England, I believe, was in Minneapolis, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was. Right? Yeah. So, again, the Super Bowl is the Super Bowl. It continues to grow in popularity. And so uh, no reason to think that uh, this, uh, this one won't be. And, again, I think, you know, obviously uh, – you know, we, uh, we've come through, I think, the worst of, of the pandemic, and I think people are ready to uh, get out and celebrate, and I think there'll be a great response. So, Michael, you and I were discussing, we thought it was going to be Bengal money, and mm-hmm. that he's come off the four and a half down to four. Here's my question, and Vinny, mm-hmm. you, you can help us with this. I, the borough money is legit, and, they're, and, and, and even just the plus 170 on the money line, I think you're going to have a lot of people just betting the Bengals that way. Do you yeah. expect that to come back on the Rams when you start getting that heavy flow on Saturday and Sunday? Uh, good, good question, Patrick. Um, I think what you know, typically what we see is underdog money on the money line. And again, initially, uh, uh, as I mentioned, the uh, the first money came in on the Rams, both on the point spread and on the money line, which drove it to two dollars. But as we get further into the weekend, there will be uh, underdog money on the Bengals. And um, you know, I remember the uh, the Super Bowl. That, you know where where this started. Um, there were several Super Bowls back in the uh, in the uh, uh, the 90s, in particular, where the underdog drew a lot of interest. That that uh, the Broncos when they won their first Super Bowl over the Packers, sure, they were a double digit dog in that game, and the game itself had a quite a good uh, quite good two way action, but there was. Uh, that that Super Bowl went to the betting public because they bet the Broncos on the money line, and they, and that and since then we've seen quite a bit of, uh, of interest on the underdog, uh, on the money line. So um, no reason to think that that uh, that won't happen again here because it's been the trend of late. My assumption would be, Mike, what was it, the next year Atlanta? My assumption Atlanta. is Denver was bet the next year against Atlanta as well. Actually, that money yeah. the same, but on the point spread uh, they were bet. I took. I remember. I, I was at uh, Caesars at the time. I took a uh, half a million dollar bet on the Falcons with the points, and then uh, on uh, on the money line as well. No Falcons, kid. yeah. Over money those line. Were, that was the biggest. Those were the biggest bets on the Falcons that I took that year. Um, so that was. Uh, but yeah, the, the underdog, uh, and I think there's belief in the in in the Bengals. So, uh, but I think we'll see plenty of action. Pretty good two way overall. Don't forget there's alternate point spread props and all the props, which have become close to you know depending on the location. Are you gonna outhandle on props? I think here we've typically done about fifty fifty. Uh, I think this year the props may outpay. Jimmy Vaccaro was uh, was was talking about it actually uh, just a little while ago. And uh, wouldn't shock me if if the props outpace the uh, outpace the, uh, the the game itself. Some some locations with some of our my friends and colleagues in the industry, it, it goes through sixty percent on props. 
So, yeah, there's quite a bit of, uh, you know, they've become so popular. And again, of course, of course, Jimmy and I remember when you could, you bet the side, the total, uh, and um, and the money line. And, and then we had this great thing. We had this great idea. Let's uh, let's do this. Hey, you can bet the second half. <laughs> so, four different ways. <laughs> but Vinny, when we come back, I want to ask you about the first half. Is, is there? Are you getting any first half action betting at all? Yeah. The first half, uh, first quarter. I mean, again, you can bet, and then you can. Uh, we've got an advanced second half sure. number up as well now, too. Okay. So yeah, I'll, I'll go over well, that. Let's with go you. over the sure. numbers on yeah. the first quarter, first half, uh-huh. and, and take a look with Vinny Maliulo here as uh, a history lesson. Also, let's talk about the genesis of betting props when we come back sure. as well. We continue Lombardi Line. We're just now. It's Thursday. Okay, so we're getting closer and closer to Sunday. It, it is. You can get pa- paralyzed, man, because the props as well with the. Apps. I just want to warn you, be careful because you can find yourself getting deep in those. We continue with Vinny next here at Lombardi Line. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. <laughs> Go for it. Go for a huge score during the big game with BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on Pro Football's final game. You can do the math. If either team scores a touchdown, you're going to win $200 in free bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. Just use that bonus code SB200 when you make your first bet over at BetMGM. You're also going to earn BetMGM reward points that you can redeem for room nights and dining at MGM Resorts nationwide. Only at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, 21 years or older. Again, issued as a free bet, 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey as we get closer and closer to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 56, or I guess Marcus Aurelius would tell us it's like XV something, Michael. I, no, isn't it LV1? LV1. Are you, Vinny What Mal- is the L? Is the L for 50? L must the be L 50. L must be 50. Las Vegas 1. Yeah. You're, old, you're, you're <laughs> older than both of us, Vinny. Help us out with that. 
What, no, what do you, you want me to get a chisel and a, and a, and a, and a mallet <laughs> yeah. too to start to like? <laughs> hey, so I, we'll get to the update on the props, but Michael asked a, a, a good question as far as are, are you getting hit with the first quarter, first half? Um, Mostly first half will get better, more than a quarter, but what is the number, right? Or am I incorrect there? No, three and 24 uh, for the first half. The first quarter has been bet uh, over from nine and a half under to nine. Uh, nine and a half over first quarter. Okay. Um, so we we've yeah we put up the first half. We put up every quarter, and we even put up an advanced second half line. Right now the Rams are, are one uh, and twenty four. But you had asked a good question as well. Just to tie it in uh, to Michael's point, there was a time, and we again there were there were painful lessons sometimes. Uh, you know when you when you're in the uh, uh, in this uh, racket as Jimmy Vaccaro calls it. Um, you've, and you've got to and, and to have sustainability you've got to adjust and learn from these things so it used to be where uh you know automatically when you start putting up first halves when we put them up early we would just cut the game in half yeah okay like so if it anymore. was seven it was automatically three and a half uh and you know they get uh you know the, the favorite would, would get played significantly um first half typically won't necessarily correlate because why well when you look at the first half as a whole I'll correlate a bet to it. Will will either or both teams score in the last two minutes of the first half? And the yes is always a significant favorite in excess of three dollars. As opposed to the end why? of the game, as you mentioned. Because why? No matter what the score is in the first half, whoever has the ball, they're, they're trying to score all the time. Right. All right. And whereas in the second half, whoever's got the lead is trying to kill the clock. For the most part, right, or or you know, uh, settle for a field goal. But so typically, the first half is higher scoring and hence a higher points. Michael break. created a term to talk about those final couple minutes in the first half coming out, right, Michael? It's, yeah, it's called the middle eight. I mean, but I think Vinny's point's really well taken, and and the fact that there is a sense of urgency to score yeah. at the last two minutes, and that's why. And whereas sometimes you get the ball, you're trying to run out the clock, uh, unlike what happened against Kansas City and Buffalo, which was yeah. just they just took their gloves off and said, okay, we're going to have a fight here, let's go. And, and they did. You know, to me, my interest in this game is I think the Rams will start fast. I, think the, I don't think there's anything up the sleeve of the Bengals that they can do scheme-wise that is going to deter McVay from really honing in on his, on his script and getting, his able, getting able to run the football, throw it, do whatever he needs to do. And he knows, because of the weakness of the, of the offensive line of the Bengals, he knows he needs to play from in front. And they've done a great job of that. They've scored 48 points. You know, they've scored a ton of points in the first half. And when you break it down, they've scored 48 and they've only allowed 13. So, I mean, and now they've, you know, they let the they let the Bucks come back in. But I think the same mindset, I don't think they'll throw it as much. I think they really believe in talking to people at the Rams. I think they really believe they can run the football effectively. And if they try to play cover two, they will. But I do think that this is a game we talked about a little bit yesterday, that the Bengals want to play from in front, but so do that the Rams want to do it more, and the Bengals haven't played from in front this entire, really, other than the Raider game, this entire uh, postseason. You know, it's, and what I'm going to say now is going to be seem a little contradictory, but it's also uh, where we have to pay attention to to current form, if you will, right? So there's also a prop: which uh, which half will have more points scored, first or second half? Now, based on what I just said, you would think it would be the first half. 
But the reason the second half is the favorite there, and by the way, it got bet from a dollar and a quarter uh, to a dollar sixty-five because it includes overtime. We've seen some overtime mm. in this postseason. We've seen some wild second halves, particularly fourth quarters. So you, you've also got to be mindful uh, of uh, of current uh, trends and things that have happened as well. So, what would be your take on the first half, second half scoring, Michael? Uh, I think that you know, I think the I think both teams. I think the Bengals particularly. I think if the Bengals win the toss, they should take the ball. I think they know they need to play from in front. I don't think they feel like they can let this offensive line play from behind. And I also think that they're going to be struggling to to contain this Ram offense. And so I would take the ball and try to get, get my 15 best plays and start. But I do think this will be, this will be a pace of the game, but also a, a, a chance for – Will Zach Taylor go for it on fourth down at midfield? I mean, you know, we talked about this yesterday on the show. Evan with McPherson, he's not going to give up points when he gets inside of 50 yard, 53 yards, 54 yards. He's going to kick that. But when he's not quite there, what's he going to do? Is he going to go for it or not? I think, I think that's where we're going to find out Will he wants to be aggressive. So I do think Taylor knows this is not going to be a game that's won 17-14. I don't think it's going to be a defensive standoff. I think this is going to be a little bit like his first Kansas City game. It's going to be some points here, and we're just going to have to get the ball last and win it. So remember last week, Michael, when we both discussed the Rams sack total as far as the props (laughs) at Mm -hmm. two and a half, and we were kind of flabbergasted. It was two and a half last week, minus 140 to the over. Guess where it's sitting now? Three and a half? Three? It's, the three and a half is the right answer. Three and a half uh, right now. Three and a half over. That, uh, hey, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to, you know, I know that one hurts Well, a it says, there, I'll, I'll, and, and we've got the, uh, the notation. In fact, on the boards behind me here at the stop point, it says uh, uh, compliments of Patrick Maher. <laughs> no, I'm just so, saying. I'm uh, just saying. That, that took one. a lot to, to, to type I, in, too. No, you know, thank I mean, you, you, know, thank you know, usually the baseball, you know, box score, it, it takes up the most. Thank so, you for the you know, recognition. Maher's got a board now, too. So, so yeah. three, it's up to three. It's, it's up, up to three, three, and three, and three and a half. Where's the juice on that? Uh, still trending over. <laughs> <laughs> do you, so, Michael, if I gave you the Rams you three and a half sacks, what would you say? Uh, I would say, you know, I would say probably that's right, the right number. Yeah. You have to get, get four to four. win it. Yep. You got to get four to win it. And if Zach Taylor lets his quarterback get sacked four times, and I think their game plan was all wrong, which I don't think it will be. I think they're going to try to get the ball out of his hand quickly. I think there's no doubt. You'll see bubbles, screens. You'll see spacing. You'll see all sorts of quick throws. I know Raheem Morris is preparing for that. So, you know, I do. I do think that 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 might be the right number. I think two and a half was a little light. But look, people have watched this Bengal offensive line play. In spite of Frank Pollock, their offensive line coach at the Bengals who says, you know, we can block them. You, they can't block them. They know that. But what, what I have learned this year is they've been able to get rid of the football way quicker. I mean, we couldn't block in Super Bowl, whatever number it is, when we played Seattle. We really couldn't block their front early in the game. With Averill and Bennett and all those guys they had, we struggled. Our offensive line that year was not very good. And yet Brady was able to get rid of the ball, and we turned the ball over in the red zone. And we did. But once they tired out, that's when you started to see us move the football later in that game. And I think this is what really has to happen for, for uh, Zach Taylor. He's got to hang around in the first half, right? And then as they tire, be able to put those drives together. By the way, Rams, two and a half sacks. Uh, under was favored at 130, and they bet the under, $1.45. <laughs> so 
I, that one was not. What, I'm guessing your most, your most heavily. It's going to be Burrow over, Chase over. You know, uh, yeah. Um, you'd be surprised. And what drives a lot of the uh, the statistical props this first week? Uh, public loves to root for points. They love to bet for uh, root for statistics too. But um, you know, it, it, individual statistics are, are bet by professionals in this first week they do their handicap and they they formulate their their a game plan in their mind and then they're wagering based on that but it'll also depend on okay in our case what do we post a number and what does you know one of our uh, colleagues or competitors out there posted as well and they just you know frankly uh, there are some middle opportunities out there for folks too so you'll see maybe they'll bet us over uh, and under, let's say, the Westgate uh, or stations or, or somewhere or vice versa. No, betters wouldn't be that opportunistic, would they? I, well, listen, I, I, I have no problem with it. You know what? You're supposed to shop, right? Do you get excited for the Super Bowl? Yeah, I do. It still gets, uh, it's, it's exciting because it's the single most wagered event of the year. Everybody gets involved with it. And, again, for folks out there, do it to enjoy. It's very easy to get over, uh, you know, overindulging in it. Do it. Stay within your means and enjoy it. Now, in totality, March Madness will get uh, will out. March Madness will handle, but it's two and a half weeks, right? So, but it's but, quite an event. But here. yeah, they're they're great uh, social events and uh, and certainly uh, exciting events. For v and Vinny, on Twitter. Good Thanks, Vinny. You Appreciate it. you, Vinny. Nice Thank to see you so you, much. Uh, hey, I'm being genuine. It is nice to see you. Sure, I believe okay. you. V and Vinny on Twitter. Taking your name off. Lombardi line. <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.